Hello and welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. And in this podcast, I share my coaching tips, my tricks, uh, my knowledge, my experience. And it's wonderful to have you here. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Your Time to Grow, the podcast dedicated to personal growth and self-discovery. I'm your host, Charlie, and today's episode is all about sitting with our feelings and understanding why it's crucial for personal growth and emotional well-being. So this has been a hot topic for me as I've started the traditional new year with an intensive coaching program for someone I love dearly, which has required them to embrace their emotions and to sit with them. So let's start with the basics. What does it even mean to sit with our feelings? Sitting with our feelings involves acknowledging and experiencing our emotions without judgment or the immediate need to change them. It's about creating space for self-reflection and understanding, allowing emotions to arise and to dissipate naturally. Now you might be wondering why this practice is so essential in our personal development journey. When we avoid or suppress our emotions, we miss out on valuable insights about ourselves because our emotions are messengers. They're signalling something about our needs, our values and our experiences. And by sitting with them, we gain a deeper understanding of our inner world, which paves the way for our personal growth and resilience. Now, I've had many conversations this week about how uncomfortable this pain, trauma and grief is to sit with. You may be experiencing other emotions, um, but the truth is that the the negative emotions that we feel as we perceive them are difficult to sit with, they're challenging to navigate, they hurt and we want to run away. However, Discomfort often indicates areas where growth is possible and the key is to approach it with curiosity rather than fear. By sitting with the discomfort, we build emotional resilience and we learn that feelings, even the uncomfortable ones, are temporary. So essentially, it's about changing our relationship with discomfort. It's about reframing discomfort as an opportunity for growth rather than something to be avoided. So let's delve a bit deeper into practical tips on how to sit with your feelings and make this practice a transformative part of your daily life. So first up is to create a safe and comfortable space. So find a quiet and comfortable place where you won't be interrupted. This might be a corner in your home, a favourite chair or even a cosy spot in nature. Possibly not in this weather though. Um, Consider using pillows, blankets or any items that might bring comfort to make your space inviting and I would encourage you to set aside dedicated time to sit with your feelings. If you want to make this a habit which I would recommend then consistency is key to establishing that. Start with just a few minutes gradually extending the duration as you become more comfortable with the practice. You can use a mindfulness meditation so focus on your breath to anchor yourself in the present moment Pay attention to the sensations of each inhale and exhale. And when your thoughts or emotions arise, acknowledge them without judgment 
and gently guide them back to focus on your breath. You might prefer to keep a journal um, to document your emotional experiences. So you might write about what you felt, when, and any associated thoughts or situations. This can be quite helpful to reflect on patterns over time, identifying any triggers and exploring how your emotions connect to your daily life. You might try a body scan technique. So conducting a mindful body scan, starting from your toes and moving up to your head, noticing these sensations, tension or discomfort. If you connect with your body in this way, it can provide valuable insights into how your emotions manifest physically. So you might feel a tightness, you might feel nauseous, you could feel um, like a, a cold, heavy feeling inside. People sometimes describe it as grief. Um, you know, it, it's different for everybody and you'll know how it feels for you. Some people like to express um, through art or creativity, so using creative outlets such as drawing, painting or even music to express your emotions. Sometimes the act of creation itself can be therapeutic. Um, I personally like to write poetry if I'm going to express it creativity or creatively, uh, my emotions. Um, some people like uh, guided imagery and visualisation, so uh, these imagery exercises create mental spaces where you can explore your emotions. So in if you're experiencing grief or trauma or pain, then imagining a place that represents safety and acceptance um, is really beneficial. Affirmations and positive talk that align with the emotions you're experiencing can be helpful. So repeating them during your practice to cultivate a more supportive inner dialogue. If you find certain emotions particularly challenging or overwhelming, consider seeking guidance from a therapist or a coach. They can provide additional tools and perspectives to navigate your feelings and honestly just provide you a safe objective and non-judgmental space to explore what's going on. And as always, I would celebrate progress, not perfection. Embracing your feelings is a journey and not a destination. Um, celebrate those small victories in progress, even if it's simply dedicating time to sit with your emotions and be aware that it's going to change. It's like a roller coaster. You might feel better and then it's going to get worse um, and I was describing it to the person I was working with you know you may have seen those cartoons we were talking about grief in this particular case and and sitting with the grief and and thinking you know well it's going to get better over time grief's going to get smaller but actually the container that we put the grief in expands around it to um, to give it more space so uh, the grief doesn't get smaller it's just that we expand around it and so it feels smaller uh, you know it's if that's helpful for you to think about then take that but you may have another way of thinking about things which um, works better for you 
There are benefits, of course, to integrating this practice into your daily life, and they are numerous. So improved emotional intelligence, increased self-awareness, enhanced decision-making, and a greater sense of inner peace are just a few. Ultimately, sitting with our feelings allows us to live authentically and connect more deeply with others and ourselves. I would encourage you to trust the process. As I say, it's a journey and it takes time. Be patient with yourself and remember that every emotion has something valuable to teach you. And remember that the goal isn't to eliminate certain feelings, but to cultivate a deeper understanding and acceptance of them. With patience and consistency, sitting with your feelings can become a powerful tool for personal growth and emotional resilience. And just kind of on that, um, although I've been talking about pain and grief uh, and, and traumatic experiences and emotions that have been coming up this week for the person I've been working with, um, we can also sit and savour our positive emotions like happiness. And that's just as important as processing the challenging ones. So I just want to give you um, uh, a few tips on uh, sitting mindfully with happy feelings. So the first would be journaling again, but we're looking at gratitude journaling. So taking the time to reflect on what brings you joy and gratitude and writing down specific moments, experiences or people that contribute to your happiness. Mindful appreciation. So during your practice, focusing on the present moment and appreciating the positive sensations. Notice the details of what makes you happy, whether it's the warmth of the sun, the laughter of loved ones or a personal achievement. Again, tapping into your body to engage your senses to fully experience positive emotions. So if you're feeling happy, pay attention to the sight, sound, smells and textures associated with that moment. You might also share your joy by um, expressing your happiness and sharing it with others through a conversation, a heartfelt message or even a simple smile. Spreading joy can amplify and prolong your positive feelings. You might designate a space where you can sit with your happy feelings. So surrounding yourself with items that evoke joy, such as photos, quotes or mementos from a special moment. Reflecting on your achievements. So acknowledging and celebrating both big and small and reflecting on the effort and dedication that led to your success. If you are feeling particularly playful, allowing yourself to be lighthearted and engage in activities that bring you joy. This could be playing games, pursuing hobbies or spending time with playful and uplifting people. And of course, the affirmations work for the positives as well. So develop positive affirmations that align with your happy feelings. Repeat them during your practice to reinforce them and internalise the positivity. And finally, capturing the moment. This is something I do with my kids. So consider taking a mental snapshot of the happy moment you're experiencing. This can serve as a visual anchor to revisit during the more challenging times. That's it from me. I'll see you back here really soon. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please share it with your friends and family. And if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll see you back here soon.